You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. We certainly look forward to some college hoops later today. The start of conference play in the Sun Belt, and that includes the Warhawks squaring off against Arkansas State. As he's done throughout the year, Keith Richard joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline for his weekly visit. He's down in New Orleans getting ready for that first-round matchup. Coach, how are you doing this morning, bud? I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, Coach, let's just start with this. You're playing at a neutral site. You're down at Lakefront Arena. What's your belief on conferences having these uh, neutral site games and, of course, one central place for these games? Do you like it or dislike it? I do like it. Uh, now, it, you know, at our level, meaning our conference, conference level, you know, it comes with some, some down spots uh, mm-hmm. in terms of, of attendance, you know, and <clears throat> it's just, I mean, you can imagine Georgia Southern's you know, coming all the way down here, and, and it's hard for them to get a lot of people, and and on and on and on. So it has some attendance issues with it. Uh, I, I I know, and uh, but the fact that it's neutral, uh, I think the Sun Belt Conference does an excellent job of running the tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, so that's important. And uh, you know, for us, New Orleans, you know, four and a half hours away, uh, it uh, it's actually been a good deal for us. And listen, a couple of years ago when you were in that championship game against Little Rock, I mean, it was a festive atmosphere, and you could certainly still feel what was at stake for that ball game. No question. You get the right teams, you know, within our league in there for the championship game and, and uh, or even the semifinals, you know, then it's got a good feel to it, no question about it. And uh, that, that particular game uh, was well attended. I think there was one right before that uh or a couple nights earlier, Lafayette, Georgia State maybe uh, was well attended. You know, so there's some games throughout that you get the really good feel and and uh, just got to be the right matchups. All right, before we get into your matchup against Arkansas State, uh, some news this week with some uh, postseason honors, and I know ultimately it's about the team, but you had to be thrilled that three of your players were recognized for their individual honors and the respect that they received inside this conference. Well, I am – I am uh, – very happy about uh, their their recognition. Uh, <clears throat> Aaron, go back a year ago, uh, we had no one uh, make all all conference or any award. Uh, with uh, <clears throat> and coming into this season, uh, Travis Munnings was picked as a preseason third team all conference player in the preseason, and and so you fast forward here to the end, and I'm gonna tell you, you know, a lot of it obviously goes hand in hand. Uh, if if you had a good year, you're going to have some selections, and and uh, that means you had some players play well. That means you had uh, uh, some returning players that were all they play well or or whatever. But you the players actually played well, and the coaches recognize it, and we did. We Travis Money <clears throat> makes sec- second team all league. Uh, uh, Sam McDaniel makes third team uh, all conference, and then. Michael Earl gets freshman of the year, which, by the way, is the first time we've won that award since we've been in the Sun Belt, uh, the freshman of the year. And and uh, so, uh, you know, 
know, it's all kind of relative. The teams that finished in the top four in the conference had all the first team, all had all the first team conference guys. So uh, it certainly was a uh, good conference, good solid conference a season for us. We we improved with a seven game improvement from last year. Uh, for a, for a minute there, we were the talk of the Sun Belt. Uh, and those three three guys, obviously, that got recognized were a big part of it, and uh, we're very happy for them. All had all three had great years, but even the most optimistic Keith Richard, could you have anticipated what Michael Earl did coming in, and of course uh, trying to replace Nick Capola? Not 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 uh, you know I'd never not freshman of the year type accolades. You know we we knew when we signed him that you know. Uh, we, you know, basically recruited him to replace Nick, but he knew, we knew he was a different player than Nick. We knew that that maybe he was a little more of a scorer, maybe not quite uh, as good a passer as Nick was. He was a little bigger. We knew those things, but as he came in here and started, you know, working out with us and practicing, and then as we got into games, he was actually a lot better scorer than we had thought. Uh, not near the passer that that Nick Capola was, and all of a sudden we got a little scoring guard here, and 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 his confidence grew throughout the season. He improved during the season, and early on it was three point shots. He, you know, was making a lot of threes, and 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 but but then we got him to start you know driving the ball and playing off the dribble, and all of a sudden a mid range game develops and a and a driving all the way to to the rim game, and, and it's no coincidence, his improvement, uh, as he improved, uh, we started, you know, our team improved as well. So, you know, really, really happy for Mike, and uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a neat honor for him. Odd setup or a matchup considering you just squared off against Arkansas State. Uh, you lost the two games against him throughout the season. How strange is it the fact you play him Saturday, now you're turning around on Wednesday and you're playing them in the first round? A little strange, it, it, it you know it it uh, doesn't happen every year like that, but but sometimes it does. It's a little unusual. Uh, I don't mind it to be honest with you from a preparation standpoint, Aaron. They're fresh on our minds, you know. They're they we just played them, and and you know we know what we didn't do well, and 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 maybe why, and, and what we did do well, and and maybe why, and and so it allows you to maybe tinker with with your with uh, your strategy as you go into the game as opposed to playing somebody you know a month ago where now you got to go back you got to really research and 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 usually teams change and and, and kind of all that stuff and so these guys are fresh on our mind and uh, I don't I don't care who we play uh, the fact that we're playing them you know right after is uh, from a coaching standpoint is okay and uh, is okay with me. You know, obviously they're bothering us because they beat us twice, and and uh, and they, they've got some. You know, they've got some we've got some things out there that are strengths of theirs that bother us a little bit, and and so uh, you know we're going to have to make some adjustments and see if we can't do a better job uh, against them, and and see if we can give ourselves a better chance to win. Yeah, you don't want to dig yourself an 18-point halftime. Uh, no, we don't. Like you did, I don't sorry. think <laughs> that would be number one right there. We don't want to do that. So, 
you know, it's been strange playing them, the two games we played them. Uh, you know, they've won two halves and we've won two halves. Uh, it's just the halves that they've won, they've won them a little bigger than ours. And, and almost completely opposite halves of, <clears throat> in, in both games. And so <clears throat> some real weird stuff there. But, you know, it is what it is. We got <clears throat> we got to find a way and figure out a way and uh, to get this done here tonight. All right, Coach, uh, handicap kind of the, the bracket right now. You look at it, the Cajuns and, of course, Texas Arlington on the other side. It was a big, uh, uh, you know, raised a lot of eyebrows on Saturday, the fact that the Cajuns stumbled to Little Rock. How do you kind of handicap this thing, or is it any up for grabs for anyone? Well, I think that, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Lafayette is still the heavy favorite, heavy favorite, but – that, that, that loss on Saturday, you know, uh, uh, probably what it does for all the other teams in the league is, is give some real hope to uh, the teams that, that play them and, and uh, end up playing them. Because, uh, you know, for a minute there, Aaron, they're really rolling through this league, you know, and, and their confidence really, really high. And so, you know, when you, when you stumble like that at the end, as they did, raises some eyebrows and and they're still a very very good team no question about that and again they're still probably heavily favored but i think it does give teams maybe some kind of platform to go back and look at that game with little rock uh and 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 uh see what they did to beat them and then and then from that point after lafayette and i mean from from two down all the way to 12 uh, who knows? You know, you could you could just flip a coin, really and truly, and and that's kind of the way the league's been all year. And and uh, so in that respect, you know, in our opinion, you know, <clears throat> Troy Troy was the number six seed last year, just like we are. Uh, they won four games and five nights and, and went to the tournament. It can be done. It, it's not done every year, but it can be done. That's the approach we're taking. Finally, Coach, uh, listeners are always curious. You don't tip till uh, 7.30 tonight. Of course, uh, the facility being used for other games this afternoon. So typically, what do you do to entertain the guys or perhaps keep them focused on the task at hand tonight? Well, we're going to uh, – we have a shoot-around time here this morning uh, at Lake Front, Lakefront Arena. Uh, we'll do – we're going to do that here in a little bit. And then, you know, we'll get back and then uh, get them off their feet and – meet with them early afternoon uh, one more time, do a pregame meal, uh, you know, around 3, 3.30, and, and then leave about 5 o'clock. So our routine on game day is, is uh, really, you know, the same pretty much that we do. This is a, the shoot-around time is a little bit earlier than normal because of the games today. But, but uh, you know, this is what we do. We did some community service yesterday morning. Uh, at Lakefront Arena with some elementary kids through the Sunbelt Conference. Our, our players did a tremendous job. I'm so proud of them. They did a great job with those young kids. And and then we went practice at Tulane yesterday afternoon and then went out, you know, went out to eat last night. So we're keeping them busy. We're keeping them busy. We had some film sessions in between there yesterday. And, and uh, you know, we're staying, we're staying focused on this one game. And, and I'd really – you know, as I told the team, uh, since they have beat us twice, I'd like to really get this, you know, yeah. and 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 uh, 
because uh, you know we had a we had a we had a good solid conference year, a solid conference year, and uh, I'd like to I'd like for Arkansas State to see you know our our good team for two halves. So we're going to try to do that tonight. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. Good luck, and hopefully you guys are going to make a deep run into this thing. Thanks for your time, bud. All right, appreciate it very much, Aaron. You bet. Keith Richard, ULM's uh, head coach, is the Warhawks have won eight of their last 11 games, but like he said, the two losses to Arkansas State coming this year, including Saturday's game when they dug themselves a huge hole. They rallied in the second half, but ultimately they could not pull it off. Right now, ULM is 15-14 and 14 on the year. They finish up regular season play in the Sun Belt Conference with a 9-9 nine and nine record. you got to like their chances to win tonight. And from then on, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, who knows? Anything can happen. And uh, I think if you're a Louisiana Tech fan, you're saying that as yeah. well. Because, you know, they're looking to snap a four-game losing streak tonight against Roosevelt Smart and, and uh, North Texas. But, you know, if you look back at the series, Tech leads the series 23-9, to and they actually beat North Texas earlier this season 66-65. to I know that was a tight game, but uh, just goes to show you that anything can happen. And if, you know, Louisiana Tech can get this win tonight, maybe they can get some more confidence. I mean, this team did win some tournaments earlier this year, right? I mean, I know that was – that was early on, but yeah, they uh, won two of them. Won two of them, uh, including the you know the New Orleans shootout, a very very impressive impressive one. But uh, yeah, if they can if they can heat up and gain some confidence, who knows what can happen with with this tournament play? But uh, the only thing was starting on and not getting a first round bye at some point, and you ultimately got to worry about win now, worry about it later. Especially, well, and you look at both of them, but most notably ULM, the number of players that they do use. You got to save your legs at some point. Sure. So if they could get out to a fast start and cruise to a nice victory, it certainly would help their cause. Yeah, but for those wanting to watch the game, not able to get on, uh, watch ESPN, ESPN 3 for ULM. And the Louisiana Tech matchup will actually be streamed exclusively by Stadium on Facebook. So you can get on Facebook, go to Stadium, and watch it there. You'll hear from uh, Brooks Store from Lay Textures as uh, their chase after a championship uh, continues, will actually be tomorrow. You'll hear from her a little later in this show. She discusses the situation there at the Star in Frisco. Two courts going at the same time. Mm. You don't like that, do you? I don't love that. State-of-the-art no. uh, banner or screen that separates the two courts. They say it's soundproof. You will not hear the two courts. You cannot stand on one court here with the whistles blowing on the other. I'm sure Jerry Jones has found a way to make it work, yeah. and it's probably really cool. Yeah. But just hearing the idea, it doesn't doesn't <laughs> sound great. But if I saw it, I might change, it might change my mind. Let's talk a little baseball after the break. We look forward to a matchup between LSU and the Raging Cajuns. But more importantly, ULM and Louisiana Tech squaring off on the diamond. We'll get into that after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, Cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. 
When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. It started with a phone call. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it, the real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires, how they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Let's fire the text line back up, 888-993-7762. Jake over here already cheating, already doing his prep work for tomorrow. I was just thinking about things I've been to. Top 10 Thursday, we're going to do a top 10 sporting event bucket list kind of games that you'd want to be at. Yes. Things you'd want to experience in the sports world. Um, So, I mean, you're going to have, I'm sure we'll both have Duke, UNC on there. Maybe not. I know I will. Uh, we'll have, are you going to give your whole list here? No, I'm just saying like things that are obvious, but also try to come up with some things that maybe aren't so obvious. What was the question you asked me during the commercial break? Would WrestleMania count as a sport event? Oh, Taves. (laughs) Yes. What about that question from Jake? They already answered. (laughs) Go to a a WrestleMania and experience the entire weekend yeah. and tell me it's not an event it's it's most certain it, it, look spectacle I went, right yeah it is I, I went to uh wrestlemania 30 when it was in new orleans it was really fun uh, that's gonna make my top five list you you uh wanted to how are your seats they weren't great um but they weren't bad either i mean it's in the superdome it's it, it was still really cool just to feel that that crowd it was kind of a perfect storm because it was kind of uh storyline meets reality i'll talk about it tomorrow it's fine but it was it was cool it was it was a hot crowd because it was um it was like the coronation of of daniel bryan and it was it was really cool to see anyway (laughs) now that i've lost everyone (laughs) no shane c brings it right back in and he goes back to that article the last article that you wrote for what bleacher report (laughs) what was the article you did uh, why do you keep making me no, talk about no, this? No, I just no, just because Shane C brings it up about top ten football players. Why? Yeah, hilarious. Um, yes. What was that top ten list you? It had was made? like uh, t- t- top wives and they call it wags, uh-huh. top wives and girlfriends uh-huh. in sports, and that's when I put my foot down and said no more, no more NFL for me. 
So there you go. Shane C. says, says, sorry they broke it up, basically. (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully this is a lesson to any young writers out there who are listening. You don't have to do what they send you. Uh, You can – Just say no. Just say no. I mean, I did it because I was – getting paid for it but then i was like that's that's the last thing i do for for this section of the website you will not be doing work for tmz anytime soon no (laughs) safe to say safe to say i will not uh it's probably not on the bucket list but it'll be a a good seat and certainly entertaining tonight louisiana tech versus ulm on the diamond what makes this matchup uh, so appealing this year is the the start of course both programs are off to you start with the Warhawks. The fact that they're sitting at nine and two right now. They ran a won a grand total of twelve games last year, and they already have nine. <laughs> there uh, it is, three fourths. So they're making some major progress out there. In fact, they're coming back home, coming off a sweep against Southern Illinois. Their first sweep since what 2013. Their best start since 2000. Coach Fed and the boys fired up and ready to go tonight. Earlier this week, I had an opportunity to catch up with him and discuss what he's anticipating tonight versus the Diamond Dogs. I'm excited. You know, um, being new here, I understand the, the value of the rivalry with it. Um, I think it's, a, you know, it's, it's something great for both uh, universities, both, both cities, to kind of have some bragging rights at the water cooler and things. Um, but at the same time, it is a, a single midweek game, and it's one of those ones that hopefully the crowd's big. And, um, you know, we're getting support for both teams because ultimately if you want to win championships at the end of the year, you want to play in front of people. And uh, hopefully this, this will become a rivalry um, like it should be. And, um, I, you know, I know Tech's playing really well. they got a great coaching staff over there. But uh, hopefully our guys are ready, and I know um, some of the older guys are ready to see this place packed out. Some coaches have different mentalities with this midweek game, especially with conference play still uh, down the way on the horizon. How do you handle it? Do you start start thinking, considering perhaps that you pitch one of your uh, weekend guys? Um, no, not from the starter standpoint. The, the bullpen, you know, th- those are situations where we're going to have to be able to throw on a Wednesday and come back and throw on a Friday, um, short rest and those kind of things. Uh, starter-wise, I, you know, I wouldn't do that right now this early in the year. Um, later on in the year, you know, when you know you have to, um, you know, win those conference series, it, it becomes a little bit different. But with one more week of, of non-conference weekends, no, that's not something that we'll do right now. Coach Federico, like I said, 9-2, uh, and two, but uh, the ULM program has lost eight of the last ten meetings versus Louisiana Tech. Yeah, and they have to deal with that Louisiana Tech pitching staff. Mm-hmm. More specifically, David Lillo has been on fire. Um, but I, I – Read this stat earlier in the show. I think it it's worth repeating. The fact that Louisiana Tech's pitching staff, the five starters, this is the five starters now, 0.96 ERA and in 74 and two-thirds innings pitched, they've struck out 78 batters and only walked 14. Mm. That is just incredible. Going up against a ULM offense that's averaging uh, almost nine runs per game, so uh, yesterday I had an opportunity to talk to Lane Burroughs, and we discussed what it's going to be like squaring off against the Warhawks come tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a good pitching generally will, will neutralize good hitting. But to me, more about getting hits, it's uh, how, are they, how are they at bats? You know, are, are you having quality at bats? And uh, the good thing about David is he's going to throw strikes more, more often than not. And if he's throwing strikes, putting the ball in play and pitching to contact, you know, uh, obviously they, they are swinging the bats good, and they're playing with a lot of confidence. And, we knew that was going to happen. I've known Coach Fed. I mean, I've been on staff with him before. I've known him a long time. And uh, you knew he was going to interject some energy, and, and uh, those guys would be playing hard for him. So 
Hey, it's like I told our guys the other day when we got on the bus, it don't get no easier, man. Uh, you can't take a breath in Division I baseball. You get one day off, we're back in the mix, Grambling, ULM, and you got a good Houston Baptist team. It don't get any easier. And then we start league play. So it, it ain't stopping. Um, it's all in front of us. So uh, we need to play, though. I, I love playing. Uh, we had a quick workout yesterday, and it was, it was brief just to get them moving and, and uh, get, get the weekend out of their system and, and move forward. So uh, you only get better in baseball by playing actual live games. So we're excited about it. Yeah, and they played a live game uh, last night, and they take care of business versus Grambling. Another outstanding pitching effort by the Bulldogs. Tonight, you look at uh, who they'll go with, David Leal, and you mentioned the fact what he's done in the last uh, two weeks in midweek games. He has been just simply incredible. Yeah, he has. And, and that's, you know, that's what's so scary about Louisiana Tech is the depth of their pitching. Because if a guy like David Leal, who, who has been on fire these past couple of weeks, I mean, most teams would look at that and say, okay, it's time to move him into the starting rotation. And perhaps he, he will eventually. But, I mean, you look at losing a Tech's whole pitching staff, and it just doesn't seem to be any weaknesses. Mm. Uh, the, the bullpen has had, you know, its fair share of, of I guess, uh, uh, lumps. But overall, I mean, this, the starting pitching staff is just incredible. All right, well, let's just look at his uh, stats. For the year, he's pitched uh, 13 innings and two-thirds. He's given up a grand total of six hits. <laughs> he's got an ERA of .66 for the year in the uh, two starts. It's That's stupid. Yeah. Like That's just ridiculous. So, yeah, yesterday I asked Coach Burroughs about uh, Leal and what he anticipates and how, you know, if he saw this kind of start coming from him. Absolutely. You know, the one thing about uh, we play tough midweek games, too, so you got to win those. That's as a coach. Those are the things you look at. Should we move him to the weekend rotation? But he's pitching so well in the middle of the week. And those games are huge, too. Uh, you kind of hate to take a kid out of his uh, routine, his seven day routine. Pitchers are they're creatures of habit. We all know that. But uh, uh, David's one of those kids. He's just a, we call him the stealth bomber. He never says a word. Uh, actually, he, I don't know if. David talks. Uh, he just does not talk, but tremendous kid. But he goes out there and pitches, and, uh, you know, he commands his fastball, and that's why he's had success. Should we get David on the show tomorrow if they yeah, win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that post-game interview may be short. <laughs> hey, I got the story confirmed uh, yesterday. Uh, the Northwestern State game last week, an interesting dilemma happened, uh, I believe, in the 10th inning, extra inning games. Corey Barton, the pitching coach for Louisiana Tech, he uh, leaves the dugout to go to the restroom real quick. He gets locked into the bathroom. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, it was quite an ordeal getting him out. And obviously, he was hooting and hollering. Of and course. And it took a little while for them to get him out of the oh, restroom. Oh, man. <laughs> that is bad. Worst nightmare, huh? Yes. Goodness. Richie weighs in on the text line. He says, wrestling is stunt work with athletes. You have to be in physical shape to put your body through the heck those guys do. Football players harm their bodies for around 20, 60-minute games. These guys harm their bodies on a daily basis for 51 weeks out of the year. That deserves its credit. Mm. Richie defending wrestling. A couple other uh, baseball news and notes. Uh, LSU will be playing back-to-back -back games, but they're going to leave the friendly confines of the box tonight. They're going to make the trip up there to square off against the Cajuns. I can only imagine what that crowd will be like tonight. Do you, do you have Paul's uh, quote nearby? He's just doing uh, some programs of solid. 
you come to our place four or five times in a row, then we'll go visit your He's place. He's paraphrasing, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Do it him a solid. Yeah. <laughs> also, last night, if you missed it, uh, former Neville uh, pitcher Cole Marsh making his first start for Mississippi State goes five strong innings, only gives up one earned run. A magnificent comeback for him. I think a majority of us remember back uh, in 2013 when he collapsed on the practice field out there at Neville, brought back to life. And, of course, now uh, he's pitching for an SEC team and doing quite well in his first yeah. start. Yeah, big-time SEC team at that at Mississippi State, the debut of the stadium. So very, very cool. Let's take a timeout, 888-993-7762. to Stuart Shelby State from Hotline slash Text Line. Coming up around uh, 840 or so, we will catch up with the SWAT Coach of the Year. Plus, our parting shots are coming up. Hey, coming up next, you got the names for me or what? Yeah, I got a few suggestions for uh, Jake's child. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure they'll go over well. Too. I'm sure they will, yeah. I, I hope uh, maybe we can get some more suggestions. Text your wife. Tell her she needs to listen right now. Uh, she's at work. Text your wife. Tell her she needs to listen right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, we'll do. 888-993-7762. We're back after this. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR, Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe, your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe, or call us at 812-BANK. BOR, we are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, Cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Happy birthday, Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. It is hard to believe 40 years in business in Bossier City. We have been truly blessed, and we thank you for your business. Save thousands now on a new double-wide for only $49,995. And visit our photo gallery at tillyshomes.com. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please call this number right now, 1-800-446-7096. That's 1-800-446-7096. By calling the Addiction Rehab Specialist, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Advisors are ready to match you with a proven five-star treatment center that can help. If you or a loved one might have a problem with drugs or alcohol, call us now and talk to one of our addiction rehab specialists about the first steps to recovery. 800-446-7096. 800-446-7096. Let the addiction rehab specialist help you break your addiction before it's too late. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there will be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment call the addiction rehab specialist at 1-800-446-7096 that's 1-800-446-7096 the addiction rehab specialist is an advertisement for various treatment centers and placement networks not all insurance is accepted individual results will vary visit addictionrehabspecialist.com forward slash terms for more information now let's get back to the sports on the morning drive this hour sponsored by car king and monroe all right, I guess uh, Richie misread my scoff. What did I do? Did I go, huh? Well, you know how you Yeah, I know I'm a jerk. You, Occasional jerk. Uh, I, I first called you a subtle jerk, but then I was corrected. <laughs> You're just a jerk. So uh, He says, Aaron with the uh, scoff. 
off. If you don't think it takes a certain degree of athleticism, I encourage you to try it. won't last long, speaking about wrestling. No, I was scoffing at the line where he called wrestling stunt work for athletes. No, these guys are athletic. There's no doubt about that. And that, yeah, I think he meant it's live stunts. So it's, you know, stunt, stuntmen have the benefit of it not being live while they're shooting movies. These guys don't. Mm. I think that's what he meant. Leave it to media members to take things out of context. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, let's have a little fun in this segment. So uh, Jake's got a baby arriving here at the end of May, uh, start of June. So he's got a deadline, probably the most important deadline that he's had in his career approaching. And he still does not – he has not been brainstorming to come up with names. And I'm a little concerned for him. Well, I haven't – like I'll think of a name. I'll like a name. My wife won't like it. She'll come up with a name. I won't like it. So we can't get on the same page. So we need some outside All help. Right, this is what I do know. This is where you come in. This is I, I brainstorm. You help when there's when nobody even asks for yeah, that's help. That's right. That's right. Uh, you ever played that game, Scattergories? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and others hate it when I play with them because I come up with some odd things <laughs> and I try to make the argument that it fits. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. You want to go boys or girls first? Uh, give me girls because we can't even think of a girl's name. Oh, I got plenty of them. All right. The problem. This is the thing that you have to understand. I really like alliteration. All right. So. Okay. All right. Are you ready? The, I hope they're not all Aaron Ace and Ace Aaron. No, okay. no. Uh, Martin's your last name, correct? That is okay. my last so name. So we've established that. that I can't so we have to play that. off Martin. Uh, yes. So not the most colorful last name of all time. Pretty pretty plain last name. <laughs> so you can't really have a plain first name. That's the trouble. Awesome. Okay. We, we are going But on, we don't want to get too crazy. That's, what's, that's where it's dangerous. So Minty won't work? Minty? Yeah. Like M-I-N-T-Y? Yes. Like Minty Chocolate? Yes. Is that her middle name? Minty no, Chocolate no, Martin? Yeah. Minty Martin. MCM? Minty Martin. You're calling down roll. People are going to remember that name. Mystic. Yeah, make fun what about of that Mystic? Name. Mystic? Yeah. Mystic Mac? Mystic Martin. Mystic. Yeah. This is bad, dude. Where did you get this from? <laughs> this came from your head? This is the brainstorming that takes place at 1130 Mystic? on the way home. Yeah. Miracle? Are you trying? Hold on. Are you trying to? Are you trying to flirt with, like, no, no, Misty? We're not going to make him destined to be in a strip club or anything, but I'm talking about Miracles a- definitely go into the strip club. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, and you being a millennial, you aren't going to go for these either. So those may have been pushing the limits a little bit. That was ridiculous. How about old school names? Okay. All right, just solid name that just sounds like an athlete. Okay. Mary Martin. That's my aunt's name. That's not going to work. Uh, uh, Mary Martin driving down the lane. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of highlights, how it's going to flow. <laughs> okay. All it's right. not bad, though. All right. Old school. Myrtle. Myrtle. Myrtle Martin. Myrtle Martin. Yeah. That's a that's hard to, to get out. Like you can trip over that on your tongue. Uh, Myrtle Martin. How am I supposed to yell at her if I'm mad? <laughs> Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Uh, Meredith. Meredith Martin isn't terrible Are all of them gonna be m's every yeah, single i told one you i'm all about alliteration i got one that's not an m okay melody melody yeah. or melanie melody melody martin yeah okay i hope my wife isn't listening and getting <laughs> ideas all right finally uh this is the last one i came up with and i like it the best okay k mart k mart i'll think of kenyon martin yeah. the whole time all right 
that's the problem too is like you'll bring up a name and you think of somebody else right. and you always associate that name with that so of that list i gave you what, what's the front runner <laughs> sure ain't miracle uh <laughs> ain't mystic either that's bad melody Meredith? Uh, Meredith was probably the, the right. best one. Right. Look forward to that. All right, on the boys' side, I think I come a lot stronger. Where do you want me to start? What do you mean, where do, you, where do I want you to start? I don't have your list. Uh, we talked about best names in Northeast Louisiana, and we talked about the fact that Brad Bradshaw comes across strong. How about Mark? Mark Martin. That's awful. Yeah. Storm Martin. All right. Maybe. Uh, Mac? Just Mac. Yeah. Mac Martin. Yeah. Listen to that. Listen yeah. how hard that is to say. Mac Martin. Yeah. Uh, Mo. Mo Martin. Mm-hmm. I think they're coming. They're getting better. No, they're not. Max. Max ain't bad. Oh, Max, Max. is in, Max is in the the leaderboard. Max is the Pro. leader right now. Max ain't bad. And then we talked about Blue Moon. Just Moon Martin. <laughs> yeah, but Blue Moon had a had a, a criminal past that we found yeah. out, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, uh, Milky. Milky Martin. <laughs> Milky Way Martin. Mickey. All right, here's a real strong one. I, I like this one a lot. Moose. Moose? Yeah, Moose Martin. Not like a nickname. Like no, that's Moose. Just, that's just his, yeah. okay, legal name. Yeah. That's good. Mookie. You remember Mookie Wilson back yeah, in the day? Yeah. Mookie Martin would be good. Be strong. Mule. Now, that might be stretching a little bit. Mule Martin. What, were you trying to, to come up with actual names when you made this? Yes. Or were yes, you like, I think these are strong. what is something I can talk Jake into to where we can end yes. up making fun of him for naming his child mm-hmm. that? All right. How about Mason? Mason's pretty plain. All right. Finally, uh, Major. Major. Dignified. Yeah. People are going to respect that kid when he Major walks in. Major Payne Martin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Those are my ideas. I, I can tell they went over well. Yeah, they went over real well. Do you need this list? You can take. No, home? I think you can stick it in the <laughs> file cabinet with a thousand pages, loose pages, just flowing. These are the best names that we came up with. Uh, Northeast losing the this last not a eighteen list. years. Uh, uh, Devante Kincaid, very strong name. Colton Browning, unique names that we've called out. Amik Robertson, you really like. I do like that. I know it's very recent. Uh, but Colby Cameron. My top ten list had, or top eight list had, uh, Brad Bradshaw, Jarius Jackson. You didn't like uh, Jay Jackson. You just didn't think it deserved. I didn't. Think, I thought it was kind of plain. Yeah, Devarius Dunn played at Wasmuth. It's strong. Uh, at number five, I had uh, your guy Slade Bolden. At number four, Lace Darius Dunn. At uh, number three, Storm Warren. That's at, the one. At number two, I had Barkevius Mingo. And the top name in Northeast Louisiana in the course of the last eighteen years, the strong name, the best name. Steel Booth. No. Storm Warren tops the list. A uh, great name, and it certainly is making a name for himself in the college basketball ranks. The uh, SWAC Coach of the Year, Dante Jackson, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. How you doing this morning, Coach? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Coach, uh, just an incredible year. I mean, you put it in historical, pre- uh, you know, significance the fact that you guys win a conference championship for the first time in 30 years first winning season since 05 06 now that it's over uh have you had a little bit of a chance to kind of put it in perspective what you guys accomplished this year i guess yeah and no because uh one of those things where you i mean you kind of move on to the next year it's like all right now i'm trying to get ready for the next one but i mean in the grand scheme of things i'm just really proud of our guys you know just buying into 
the culture that we're trying to build and the foundation we're trying to build of moving forward, of trying to make sure we can play for a lot more like championships moving forward. Coach, how did you keep these guys focused? And ultimately, you then have a huge prize at the end of the year where you knew you could go to the big dance. How did that play out throughout the season? Well, you know, the thing is, you know, when we first uh, got the job and we talked to these guys, we talked about trying to build a winning winning culture at Grandma State University. And I told them, I said, fellas, it's been way too long and we can be a part of something special. And everybody bought in about being, being a part of something special and, it just kept going, and then as the year went on, it became more about playing for pride and making sure that we could just, you know, take control what's in front of us and we just control what we can control. As the winning streak, and you had at one point the longest active winning streak in the country, what was it like during that span when you certainly could probably see it in the eyes of the kids that they knew they were going to go out and have a great chance to win the ball game? Well, it, it was great because we were playing – uh, kind of carefree basketball, and it was just, you know, shots were going in, and I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, I don't know how much better we could play at this point in time. I just don't know how much better we could play. And we were playing well, and we hit a good we hit a good point where things was just in sync. And then it kind of got to when we got home, and it was the point of, oh, you can win the conference championship. It seemed like that's when the pressure got on, and I'm, I had to tell the guys, like, listen, fellas, there's no, I mean, we've had a good year, whether we win the conference championship or not. And I granted, I do want to win the conference championship, but let's just play, let's get back to playing basketball. The moment, of course, it's gone viral uh, when the trophy is brought into the locker room and you guys are celebrating that regular season championship. Can you describe what that scene in that moment was like? Uh, it was just, it was incredible, you know, to see those young fellas so happy. You know, just to be happy just for ourselves and our coaching staff because it was our first time of being able to be Division One and, and win a regular season title. We had pretty much won three together at Stillman with the guys we had brought. So to be able to do it at the Division Two level, then we dropped the NAI and then come to do it at the Division One level where, you know, sometimes people tell you, oh, Division One, Division One. I'm like, man, it's coaching basketball. It's about putting your players in position and to be to execute and it was just good to feel, you know, to feel the vibrations going across the locker room. Coach, we've had this argument, this discussion on this show uh, several times. Is it fair to this coaching staff and to these players to be penalized for what took place with basically other players and a coaching staff from two coaching staffs previous with the APR and the fact that you guys aren't eligible for postseason play? Well, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that is fair at all. But, you know, it's part of the uh, – part of the NCAA rules and you know in life you know we go through a lot of things that we may not think is fair but it's just the reality of it so you know we we knew what we signed up for the kids kind of understand it at the end of the day it's bittersweet but at least we get a chance to say we're regular season conference champions and the great news what you guys accomplished on the court and the kids now are getting it done in the classroom now too correct yes yes everybody's getting it done in the classroom we had what, eight student-athletes on the dean's list. So we're just going to try to keep moving forward uh, with, uh, you know, just trying to do things the right way, and that's all we can do. And, you know, a lot of the, you know, it really wasn't just the fact that when I look at the APR stuff, it was just like some of the coaching changes, and sometimes kids get recruited by one coach, and when the coach is fired, he leaves. And hopefully our staff can bring some stability to Grambling where we don't have those APR issues moving forward.
You had two players uh, named to the all-conference teams, and then you, of course, being the coach of the year. How special is that to see you guys being recognized by the league? Uh, it's really, really great. You know, it's really great for our student-athletes because they really put in a lot of hard work. I mean, those guys, they – I mean, when I look at Ivy Smith and Shermaine Thomas and just those guys buying into their roles of, you know, Ivy becoming a floor, a floor general and being able to score and then Shermaine – you know, just really scoring the ball from all three levels. I just really, I'm just really proud of those guys. And even with the coach of the year stuff, it's really more about our staff because it's not really about me. Our staff does a great job of preparing, you know, Winston Hines, Kyle Jones, and Demetrius Moore. They, they do a great job of busting their butt every day of preparing these kids to be ready for the game, whether it's on the court or off the court. So just ecstatic for everybody in the program right now. Coach, what do you foresee for this program? What are the uh, uh, the challenges that you have on the immediate horizon? Well, the challenges is is just making sure we're we're ready to get rolling for next year, and we don't uh, get too happy with this season. It's about building and continuing success. So that's the main challenge. You know, we have to get ready to get better. That's that's our goal, and we got to make sure we bring in the right kids. That's gonna, you know, stay with the culture and make sure we keep cultivating the culture here at Grambling State University. Coach, congratulations on a magnificent season. We certainly appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Dante Jackson, SWAT Coach of the Year. Pretty incredible season for Grambling. Uh, first regular season title in 30 years. Yeah, and look, we've been talking about this for a while, how we don't think it's fair <clears throat> that this team has to pay for the sins of previous teams. So if you're the NCAA, what is fair? How do you punish uh, – a program that has had some issues with what they did off the court. <laughs> That's one of many questions the NCAA has to answer about college yeah. basketball right now. 888-993-7762. How did we make that transition like that? We were having fun with name games. and uh, the, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's part of it. It's, it's Because at the end of the day, they had such a great year, and it's, it's sad that we don't get to see them have an attempt to make it to the big dance. 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive is back after this with our parting shots. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Football's over. Some teams just couldn't get it together. Now they're trying to figure out what went wrong. Too bad they couldn't use AutoZone's Fix Finder tool. When your check engine light comes on, the Fix Finder tool helps you troubleshoot the problem for free. So you can fix it right the first time. You can even get a list of repair shops if you need it. And it's one more way that AutoZone helps your tax refund go further. So stop in today and get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Hey, this is Doug Gottlieb with a very important message. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car in the tracks, you're right, it will, about a mile after it hits you, which surprisingly happens more than you think to people who try and beat trains across the tracks. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. So next time you see a train approaching, don't try and beat it, because statistics show you might lose. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for today with the high of 71 degrees. Most of the clear skies in the big cool tonight are low 36. Sunny skies on tap for tomorrow with the high of 58 degrees. Local sports talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. I'm taking this name thing for Jake and his uh, kid very seriously. He's not, but I can tell listeners are also. So, <laughs> yeah. Jake, you're the only one that's not on board. FS has a good one. Magnus Martin. I feel like we're trying too hard. No. Mag- like we're trying to make this kid an awesome athlete. Like Magnus, you think of like a oh yeah, oh, gladiator, world's strongest man. Yeah, Magnus. Magnus. Here comes yeah. Magnus. Yeah, he's got to live up to it, man. That's right. Got no problem with that. Summer is good. What do you? Somebody just Larry just suggested. Uh, if you can't find a name, use Jake Junior. Have you ever contemplated naming your kid Junior? I know that's popular, but I don't know. I don't. I don't love doing that. Not your style. It's not my style. I feel like it's kind of egotistical. Like, mm-hmm. I was so great, there should be another of me. So, you did not jot down one thing on your piece of paper over there. No. I, it's all in my head, man. <laughs> I can spew those names off. Uh, Tabes, we need to probably have this cor- uh, segment sent off to uh, his wife. <laughs> no. Yes. Richie's still pushing Navin on me. I'm, yeah. I'm not, mm. not in love with that one. Mm. All right. Let's get to our parting shot. I deal in reality, Dietrich. I don't deal in some some hair-highlighted, guy-fieri, wannabe fantasy land. That's the most negative statement that I hear from fans and media ever. So I'd really rather not have any more questions about, is it okay to lose this game? It's never okay to lose a game. Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. I lost. You lost? Yes. Oh, I was told that you won. I'm sorry. Okay, c'est en français, s'il vous plaît. Yeah, I was going with... uh, Myrtle, you thought that was a little bit too old school. Hazel. You know, somebody, somebody said Hazel Marie Martin. Like, they put a lot of thought into that. That actually sounds pretty good. Kudos, whoever you are. You didn't you didn't put your name with that, but uh, shout out to you. What you got as a parting shot? Um, I know we need to go over basketball, and we'll get to that real quick. Somebody suggested Petty. Should definitely uh, take that into consideration. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right? That should be your kid's name, Petty. <laughs> the clubhouse leader. Yes. Nice. Saban? Saban, yes. Uh, Another good one. Yes. Saban and Petty. All right, uh, real quick, uh, before we get to basketball, I wanted to give a shout-out to Chris McCaffrey. Uh, ESPN has a story up about how he helped save a man's life. He was um, hiking with some friends of his when he saw uh, Dan Smoker, who was 72 years old, fall about 20 feet onto a rock this man suffered i mean i'm scrolling down i'm trying to find it this man suffered uh tremendous injuries um oh broken femur 
pelvis and neck, fractured ribs, and had bleeding on the brain. So Chris, what did McCaffrey do? Well, they ran over there. They called 911. Somebody held his head up uh, while they waited for the, the paramedics uh, to get there. And uh, they said it took 11 minutes, but it fe- McCaffrey said it felt like four hours. They were sitting there waiting on him. But, uh, yeah, they responded quickly, which was good. And uh, this is getting a lot of publicity. But, man, how scary is that? You, you just on a normal hike and you see a guy fall 20 feet. It had to be uh, extremely scary. Hmm. We're looking forward. This is really just a busy, busy day. May have to ask for like seven and a half minutes. It is so tonight. busy. It is so busy. Yeah. You look at what was going to take place in college basketball. We got a ULM in Arkansas State. That's at seven thirty. Then later tonight, Tech men versus North Texas. Jake said we can watch the ULM game on ESPN three. We can catch. You can't. <laughs> we can catch the Dunkin' Dogs on what stadium? Facebook? Stadium on Facebook. Go to Stadium on Facebook, and they're, they're supposed to be having the link up there for free. I watched the Grambling women last night on YouTube. I thought Jake would be impressed. He was not. I thought that is making substantial <laughs> that is progress. Not, that is not. Not at all. All right. Uh, high school basketball. Uh, Summerfield, of course, is in. Delhi is in. We got two other teams trying to uh, follow in their sneakers later today. We got Simsboro first uh, hitting the court at 445 down in Lake Charles. They will go up against Hicks. Tabor, from a guy that has gone to a number of games this year, is this the season that Simsboro wins their first state title since 1975? I think so. The the, the talent's there. The, the experience is there. Maybe not seniority, but experience playing on that big stage. The guys bought into the system. You, you can tell the way, the way they've played, but Man, it's hard to win a state championship. Yeah, even in a split. I don't. Uh, they only have one senior too. So I mean, if they win a title this year, look out for oh, next yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could tell Tabor's nervous just yeah. just hearing him right there. Uh, it should be fun. I'm sure they'll have a nice following down there to Lake Charles in that semifinal game. The beauty of it, then right afterwards, you have Wasman versus Madison Prep, and when you look at semifinal matchups. This has to go down as one of the better, if not the best, matchup of all. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Um, you've got Wasman taking on a Madison Prep team that made the move up to 3A this year, which really uh, tipped 3A on a on just different level playing field. It just feels like it's way more difficult than the other classifications, and Madison Prep moving up had a big factor in doing that. It's also made Ravels – uh, path to a state championship that much easier and so uh, good for Rabel not so good for Wasman but you, you knew eventually you'd have to, to beat this Madison prep team and you know beat them tonight you're in the state championship uh, this should be fun we'll have extensive highlights and post-game reaction from both uh, Wasman and Simsboro coming up tonight on the channel of champs on KNOE on Thursday then you have Rabel versus Red River in a two-way semi and then if you want some defense, you're going to love this matchup, Washita versus Landry Walker yeah. at 6:15 on Thursday. Yeah, Landry Walker plays aggressive man-to-man defense like Washita. So that should be a tremendous ball game with all those athletes out there. So we got uh, those games to look forward to. And then, of course, on the diamond tonight, have uh, Louisiana Tech and ULM squaring off. Trying to put an over and under and what kind of crowd we should anticipate tonight at Warhawk. I'm I'm conf- not confused. I'm I'm torn because you expect you you think Louisiana Tech ULM this should be a big crowd, especially with how both teams have performed early mm-hmm. this year. 
But you seem to have doubts about whether or not a lot of Louisiana Tech fans are going to mm-hmm. travel over and, and be at ULM tonight. The other side, uh, you are hearing, starting to hear a buzz from Warhawk fans about this baseball team. You should. And listen, we pile on the fan base of ULM, and they certainly deserve it for their lack of attendance at a lot of different things. But it wasn't very long ago when literally this baseball program was ranked in the top 25 in crowd attendance. Now, will the fans start coming back? Tonight is a great opportunity to come out. I think it's going to be a great night for baseball. The grill should be fired up. And, of course, you get an opportunity to watch two teams that are off to great starts. I'm going to say the crowd's going to be outstanding. I think you'll be raving about the crowd tomorrow. All right. That's Jake looking into his crystal ball. I'm being now, positive. whether or not we get an actual number, that's a whole other story. Well, I, no, I'm going, you know, eye test, you know, yeah. and atmosphere, what it feels like. I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. And I will take a number of shots from different angles to kind of show you what it was like. Are you going to give a prediction? Uh, 1,400, which I think would be solid. Okay. Well, we're not going to get a number. I'm, I doubt we get a number, Aaron. <laughs> I'm trying to be realistic here. Uh, that was a fun show today. We covered a lot of ground, I think. Yeah, especially names. <laughs> I did not know we were going down that route today. Steel Boudreaux is still the best name in Northeast Louisiana sports no, history no. over the course of the last 18 years. Give it up. Right. Two against one. Storm warm. Everybody have a fantastic day. Uh, the Edge is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.